0: Well, hello friend, welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is the founder of Silicon Valley Natural Health, and I'm really excited to have her on today to share her story and tips on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Dr. Julie Tran. Julie, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. I'm
1: doing great. Fabulous. Thanks for having me on, Gina. I am Dr. Julie Tran, founder of Silicon Valley Natural Health. I am a naturopathic doctor and licensed acupuncturist. So I basically combine a lot of holistic medicine with Eastern medicine philosophy to give the outcome for my patients for whatever their health goal is or health concern is.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Julie, what's your cultural background? Well, I identify as
1: Vietnamese-American, so both my parents are Vietnamese, so I guess you would say I'm 100% Vietnamese, but sometimes, I don't know if you've ever heard the term banana, right? Yellow on the outside, but white on the inside, because I'm the first child born to my parents after they immigrated to the country, that I identify more as Vietnamese-American, right? Because I embrace some of the American philosophy, I guess, or Western philosophy of not necessarily everything has to be about the family name right? The family reputation and what we Asians call saving face, right? But more of like, yeah, this is my individual dream. This is my individual pursuit. And this is what I want to do. And it may not be what mom and dad wanted me to do. But at least it's there. So but I do appreciate my heritage and traditions because you know, Vietnamese food is delicious. Celebrations are great and fabulous. So I would say Vietnamese American.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I love that you mentioned that because, you know, growing up in, in the west Western world, you know, whether in Canada and the U.S., we always seem to have this, you know, this tug of war between being too Asian or being too Western uh, instead of, you know, infusing both. Right. I know there's certain traditions that we follow and, you know, certain standards that we have to live by and that can tear us down, right? Especially for Asian women, right? We're always taught to do and live one way of life. And most of the time is to get married, have, bab- have babies and never rock the boat. But really, we can actually go out there and, you know, create our own path, right? Become a trailblazer like you. So I'm really glad you were able to share that. And Julie, what's your favorite self-confidence quote?
1: I have a few, but the best one I um, come up with is faith it till you make it. So most people know it's, uh some people say it's fake it till you make it, but I think it's faith it till you make it because I believe that you have to believe in yourself, have faith in yourself right? and once you do that and you just kind of have faith that you, whatever you want to do, the leaps and bounds that you want to take, want to start a new business, you want to go back to school, I don't know, you decide you just you want to become a winemaker, whatever it is, right? You just have to have faith that this is what your calling is going to be, this is what your right? This little voice inside of you said, this is what I want to do right now. This is the passion I want to follow and just go for it until you realize, oh yeah, this is where I need to be, right? Somewhere along the way, you just know that this is, that's it.
0: I love that quote, you know, especially when you changed it from fake it to faith it, because when it comes to confidence, it really does start with having faith, having that belief in ourselves that we can go out there and make it. You know, sometimes we have to see it, see the outcome first in our head and then just figure things out along the way on how to make it happen, right? But if you don't have that belief to start with, you're not going to go out there and take action. You're not going to go out there and overcome your fears or have the courage to knock on people's doors, right? Create the opportunities for yourself. Especially you know, growing up as an Asian woman, we're always told to be in the background. So to even put ourselves in front of an audience can be nerve-wracking because we've known one way of living all our lives. So I really love that quote that you you created. I think it's great and in your own words how do you define self-confidence
1: basically going to do what you want to do without fear it is just going for it and yes you might have some doubts and stuff but go for it anyway Right, that is just because and being true to who you are if this is you know you decide you know what i just want to be a nomad and roam the earth and just do odd jobs here and there because that's what makes me happy go do it be true to who you are listen to that voice that says Maybe I'll become a grave digger for some reason. She like digging in the dirt. I have no idea. Whatever it is, or you decide, I'm going to be a skydiver. Go for it, right? Just be true to who you are, to you know your passions. Or even if you don't know what your passions are, try everything. Try everything for a little bit and see if that's what you are. And you can discover, no, I don't like that. And it's okay if you can discover what you don't like, because it just gives you more definition and more evolution of who you are as a person, what your personality is, what your likes and dislikes are.
0: I love that definition. And it's so true. Sometimes we got to try everything out to figure out what we like and what we don't like, right? It's that stage of learning what we can tolerate and not tolerate, learning to know more about ourselves, to love ourselves, to be in our own company. And that takes work on our part because you know, it's not always easy to be doing things by yourself or being in your space with just you having that me time, spending your own company can get awkward at times. But when you can learn to do the work and be there for yourself, it's amazing what you can accomplish.
1: Right. And then you have to just realize that, you know, some people are like, wow, why do you keep changing jobs every couple of years, right? (laughs) Like when you keep hopping from one thing to another, don't listen to them, do what you want to do. My husband will tell you, like I was say I see people playing the, the the hand drum type thing. And I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. And he's like, really? Or like, oh, maybe I want to learn how to play the flute. Just random things, right? But okay, so just try it. And if you don't like it, move on. You know, give it a good go, move on. But just do whatever you, comes in your flight of fancy.
0: That is so true. So I love that you mentioned that and love the definition that you shared. And Julie, what was your life like before you discovered self-confidence?
1: It wasn't a very great thing. It was more, you know, a little lonely, a little sad, just kind of going by the day, just like putting on the face of, okay, I'll do that. Kind of, like you said, being in the background and other things. And it was interesting that you mentioned that because I remember in high school, I had this one teacher, Colonel Raffinelli, he was part of the ROTC program for like the army at our school. And when we would walk to do something, right? He would be like, why are you walking behind me? He's like, I hate it, right? And you know, Asian women walk with me, not behind me. Right? I was like, I never really thought about it at that time. I was like, oh. And I think that's just true to what you were saying before. Like it has Asian women in the background, not doing things right? And just staying in the back while everyone else is forward. So for me, and it was always the idea that I didn't fit the mold of the stereotypical Asian women, right? Because, you know, most women in our culture, whether you're Vietnamese, Japanese, Korean, any Asian, they're considered more petite, right? You have to have that fair white skin and be more quiet and things like that. And so I wasn't like that, right? Because I'm a curvier woman, right? And I've kind of always been that way. And so it's kind of more of the a lonely existence especially when you have sisters who fit in that right
0: you're like okay yeah no it's always it's never easy when you can't fit the mold that your society puts you in right like not every asian person's a size zero not all of us has fair skin not all of us has a long nose or long eyelashes every single person is different but it's our differences that really make us who we are right authentically beautifully ourselves And it's important to have that diversity so we can, you know, eliminate the monoliths that our Asian community faces because it's these, you know, monoliths that really is the reason why we're targeted in Asian hate crimes, right? Especially for women, because all Asian women are seen as quiet, submissive, and obedient, which really hurts us in the end. And then because of that, we don't advance in leadership roles. So it's just, you know, it's important to create different different diversities within our own cultures and you know what was that point in your life where you realized you were more than enough to go out there especially you know trailblazing your way creating your own company you know becoming you know a successful holistic doctor what was that aha moment
1: my aha moment was actually i remember it distinctly my cousin who she meant well right she just wants everyone to succeed but she basically told me that in order to be successful, I had to be thin and that she knew that I was a thin person inside because my fingers were long and thin and not like stubby like most, like if you're a bigger person. So some people have bigger hands, but they're stubbier and I guess wider, right? So that means that they're, I guess, more genetically prone to be bigger. I have no idea, right? But that was her reasoning. And at that moment, I really felt really like sad and disempowered and all this other stuff. It's was like, you're my cousin, you're my family, and you're telling me this. And then I realized, you know what, I don't care what you think, right? I think it was just this culmination of throughout my life about that. And so I was like... No, nope, you don't have this power over me. I am going to do things my way, no matter what it is. And I'm just going to have the confidence to go for it. Like, have no fear, just do it. And then just figure out the outcome later, right? It's kind of like when they say, oh, it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission. Right? So just go do it. And then let's see what happens. Either you succeed or you don't. And it's like Thomas Edison, right? He figured out a different way. I kind of so many different ways not to do the light bulb. But yeah, it was just that aha moment of, oh yeah, I don't know. Don't get to do that to me right and so now that's what i do in my practice is i empower my patients to go for what they need right? and i
0: just help them along the way with that but that was my aha moment i love that and i love that you took your power back you know sometimes the most hurtful things we hear is from our friends and family right and i know they mean well but it's still hurtful at the same time they're like well why are you doing that why would you make a fool of yourself you know why would you tarnish the family name and it's sad that like We're always seen as this one thing and not many things, right? Like you have to have a job to be successful or you have to be a certain size to be successful or you need to have a certain hair length to be successful when really there's no boundaries. It's really success is really about what makes you happy and how you want to live your life. Like you said, if they want to be a nomad, a skydiver. Whatever it may be, as long as it makes you happy, right? And you're not hurting anybody, that's great. And that's what success should really be, being able to live life on your own terms. Because, you know, we have a short time here on earth. And, you know, if we're constantly trying to please others, trying to fit the mold of somebody else, we're going to be stuck and feeling trapped within our own bodies and our own selves. And that's not the way to live. And so because of that realization, what's your life been like now?
1: Oh, it's been fabulous. I mean, of course, we all have our ups and downs, right, and things like that. But it's been great, because now you just go for everything. I just kind of look at things with fresh eyes and go, oh, instead of me, you know, going, oh, that's kind of sucky or whatever. It's like, what's the opportunity here? There's, There's great promise. There's great potential in everything. So you might as well just go for it and see what happens. So I haven't looked back since. It's been wonderful. I have a happier disposition. I think my perspective on things is like, oh, okay is that my truth right and i always go is that my truth that could be your truth but that's not my truth and we can still. it's kind of like agree to disagree on things and that's fine and we can still get along but as long as i'm living my truth and like you said my joy my happiness that's all that matters and when you are i believe that when you are in your joy when you are in your passion and your truth other people see that and get inspired by that right and it can just rub off and be kind of like this illuminating light for everyone else out there who is just kind of stuck and like you what you said you become stuck you feel resentment right but i think you also feel anger right because you're you feel trapped what are you going to do to get out of this and i think that's the thing that it's okay get out of it because I, I think we tell we get locked into our own story sometimes right? in our own make-believe of this is what's the reality and when it really isn't and so when we can actually realize and stand in our truth it's going to be fabulous
0: yeah, I totally love that. And, you know, I'm glad you're able to live life, you know, as you, right, authentically you and being able to live your own truth. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her?
1: I would say surround yourself with people who hold a bigger vision for you than you do, right? Because they hold you accountable. They be the people to say, call you out on your crap and say, no, that's not true. X, Y, and Z, and they can kind of ground you in a sense, but always surround yourself with people. Don't surround yourself with naysayers. They don't do anything for you. Why? They just suck your energy. So that's the thing. And it may be a painful path. It may be a turbulent one, but
0: it's going to be worth it in the end. I love that. That's some great tips that you mentioned. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles they can connect with?
1: Absolutely. They can go to my website, svnaturalhealth.com. It's also the same for Instagram and Facebook. And I do offer a free 15-minute consultation for any questions, concerns they may have, they want a second opinion about something, are curious about Chinese medicine for the acupuncture part, are curious about how uh, holistic integrative medicine can help them or give them more options in whatever it is their health goal is.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that and to our listeners. If you want to connect with Julie, you can also head on over to com and search for Julie's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I just really want to thank Julie today for taking the time to share her journey and story with us. And I'm so excited that you were here today, Julie. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Shaina. I love your podcast and things like that. If you haven't tuned in, tune in, listen to all the other episodes because they're fabulous and great. Uh,
0: thank you so much. I appreciate that. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.